The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DKHOOPS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. NBA Flashback is a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. Thompson slips to the paint, on the go, floater, got it! Clay Thompson gives the Warriors the lead! It's Clay Thompson's show, he's not human! Tommy driving, again, good! Oh, you me! Clay Thompson, one of the greatest shooters in NBA history, has recently returned to the court for the Warriors in 2022, and we all loved every minute of Clay Day. Thrilled to see him back on the court. But today, we're talking about the night in 2015 when he got hotter in one quarter than anyone has ever seen. I'm Sarah Kustak, and you're listening to NBA Flashback, the show that takes you back to the greatest moments in NBA history using archival audio from the NBA as well as new interviews with the players and coaches who were in the building. On today's episode of NBA Flashback, we go back to 2015. Just a few years ago when Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars was the biggest song in the world and Disney had to ban selfie sticks from their parks to make sure guests were safe from getting hit with a stick to the face. We're talking with former Sixth Man of the Year, NBA champion, and a 14-year NBA vet, the Brazilian blur, Leandro Barbosa, about a game where his Warriors teammate, Klay Thompson, had the greatest scoring quarter in NBA history with 37 points, and not a single Kings player was safe from getting a killer Klay Thompson jumper right in their face. Bob Fitzgerald, Jim Barnett, and Roz Golden-Wude call the action on CSN Bay Area. Starting lineup. 
Barnes for the Warriors. So it'll be Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, Harrison Barnes, Draymond Green, and Andrew Bogut for Sacramento. And Ty Corbin, Darren Collison, Ben McLemore, Rudy Gay, Derek Williams, and DeMarcus Cousins. Now, Andre Iguodala will not play. He is being rested. And Steve Kerr is going to have a pattern of that with several Warriors. We're joined now by Leandro Barbosa. And Leandro, thank you so much for coming on. I want you to take us back. Do you remember what you were thinking that night back in 2015 when Clay dropped 37 in the third quarter? Oh, no, I remember exactly. You know why I remember? Because I was mad at that day. I was mad because I used to back up Clay. So when he started making shots, I knew I wasn't going to play. He used pump fakes, and all of a sudden, Clay's patience paid off there. Beautifully done. Two defenders just disappeared. And now you see him, now you don't. Little Houdini move. But then it became fun because he started making shots from all over the place, and the fans got into, you know, and it was ridiculous. But we didn't know he was going to score 37 points in one quarter, you know. The whole bench was crazy. The whole arena was, was crazy. Kind of the same situation that Curry was going to be the record. It was the same thing at that night. But it was special because no one knew that he was going to make 37 points in one quarter. I can't forget that night because I wanted to play and I ended up not playing. But I was happy for him. It was special because he did what he did and everybody got his back, you know. So it was unbelievable night. Oh, Leandro, those are such beautiful sentiments, and we appreciate hearing that. I wanted you to take us back, though, because you having played in the league for so long, sometimes those mid-to-end January games are a little bit of a grind. You're playing the Kings who were struggling, uh, but it felt like you guys out of the gates were focused and were ready for this one. Do you remember the mindset of that one or just kind of putting into perspective what that team was like uh, throughout the course of the season and in particular against up against a team that, you know, on paper may not have stacked up to your group? Well, at that time, I don't think people believe in our team. I think uh, as a vet, you know, and being a couple times on the Western Conference Finals, I knew that we had the right group to do it. A lot of the people didn't used to talk about our team or maybe say that we are a contender team. And every game, it was a game for us to win, compete, and win and prove to other people that they were wrong. Raymond three. Oh, man. Once I saw that we had opportunity to do it all, it became special. And I came up to Andre Godal and Sean Livingston, and I came up to them and I said, man, we can make something special. Let's believe, let's make the other players believe right now we are the underdogs. And then we start believing in ourselves, on our team, uh, play each other. Everybody accepted their role because Andre Godala was coming from a team that he was starting. Everybody on the bench could start in a different team. And we accepted that role. Stevie made uh, some way, somehow, everybody take that role and be quiet. Let's do it for each other. And we did it. Oh, Harrison Barnes up and under to flip it up and in. Oh, I like that aspect of the game. And it was so fun and happening that we were playing the games like if we were playing the parking. 
So it was, it, it didn't became like, it wasn't serious, but we knew we had a responsibility. Also, it was just fun for play the way we were playing. The fans always louder for us. It was just special. Wait a minute, Macklemore at the top. Tops it on the counterattack, three-pointer. And Harrison Barnes tipping it in. I mean, they need another timeout. This is an amazing display of offensive prowess and defensive, too. I don't think it will ever happen again. You know, like that group, the way we were family. We used to do everything together. But you talk about it being a special group, and, and you were on some special teams. I mean, you were on some great Suns teams yes. with Steve Nash. Did this team at all remind you of any of those Phoenix teams? Yes. Uh, actually, when I brought to the team, I think Stevie wanted me to give the example of the running gun of the Phoenix Suns. When Nash got to the Phoenix Suns, he brought a style of a basketball that we didn't have in the league. Beautiful backdoor pass off the dribble from Nash to Barbosa. Yeah, a little delayed too. Nash is so tricky with the basketball. Since he changed the basketball with the Phoenix Suns, calling like running gun, it changed the whole style of the NBA. And once we did that, I think Steve thought that I was going to be a piece to kind of help the young guys, especially Clay and Curry, to do the same thing, but playing defense. Because with the Phoenix Suns, we didn't play defense at all. It was all about offense. Final seconds for two is watching now. Oh, what a nice drop-off pass. Barbosa for three! What a pass by Nash who records his fourth assist. So with the Golden State Warriors, we had to play defense. That's where I actually started playing defense when I got to the Golden State Warriors. Because if I didn't play defense, I wouldn't have minutes. So that was the main thing show the guys the example how we used to do with the Phoenix Suns. And it worked out really well, you know. Our defense was really, really good. Our offense was even better. It was just automatic things that happened on the court. We didn't used to call plays. We, we used to do a really good job on the defensive standpoint. And then once we get the ball, we just run like a kids, you know. And whoever is in the front or in a better position to score the ball would score. That's how it was, and, and that's why it became so fun because everybody was scoring. And every time one of us, me, Iggy, and all the other guys from the bench was on the court with Steph or Clay, we would do everything to get them open. It was just automatic, you know. Yeah, there was a big man that, that got those two and got all of you open a lot, Andrew Bogut. Bogut, flipping it up and in. When you go through the list and the players and everyone that helped that offense to run, you know how much Steph and Clay love running off him and him setting screens. Bogut sets those screens, and you call it the dark side of the moon. Clay Thompson and Steph have benefited from the big man. Can you describe the value that he brought to that group and to your offense? Big value. You know, Bogut is a very good friend of mine. And I played so many times against him, and I didn't know he was that good until I'd be his teammate. Bogut on Cousins, and he likes to score over him. Oh, the game within the game when the big men battle. Well, Bogut loves a challenge. He does the little details. You know, he preferred to pass the ball and get you open than, you know, score for himself. And that was the key for our team. We start thinking the same way that Bogut was 
used to think, you know, he would do his best to get somebody open in a better position or situation to score. Regardless, he was doing the little details. And defensively too, right? Defensively, he was so good. Blocking, you know, and he also a good passer, you know. He set screens, good screens, good passer. He could be our point guard, which many of the times he were. It was amazing, you know. I think nothing would have happened if we didn't have him. It would be totally a different scenario. So he was a really big key of our uh, group at that year and the following year. I think there's a lot of things that always stood out about that group and that year when you think about it. But some of it was just you guys scoring in bunches. You go on runs that were just crazy. And so in this game in particular against Sacramento, you guys go on a 20-0 run in the first quarter. 20 to nothing run. But what was it about your group and about that team that you were able to flip a switch and, and go on a run and just blow teams out of the water? Well, we, we knew we were a good team, right? But we knew also that no one respected us. The only way to do that, it was just playing ball. The Warriors against Houston finished the half on a 26-6 run. 20 unanswered here. You ever watch The Wizard of Oz? Of course. Remember when the house landed on the witch? That's what these warrior runs are like. They just destroy teams at times. I want to ask you, though, going back, because for as much as you talk about the way you guys generated so much offense out of your defense and how you were able to play, Clay had 37 in that third quarter. He has had some big offensive nights. But early in the game, he had a couple unbelievable blocks, some steals. What about Clay on the defensive end? I think he plays one of the best defenders that I ever played with and against. And obviously, as a coach now, I've been going and play a lot of one-on-one, three-on-three, four-on-four. And I can see that he really has a talent to guard people. He knows the details, little things, you know, that... A lot of the players in the NBA doesn't know, and he knows. He's such a smart, you know, moving his feet and, and know the knowledge you where the offense is going to go. So he, he's really good on that, you know. But I didn't know until I got to the team and, and play with him, you know, and see he's guarding always the best players on the other team, you know. So I only see one guy doing that, which was, I'm not comparing him, but I, I only see Michael Jordan doing that, playing on a defensive standpoint and also on an offensive standpoint. And he does that. And I really appreciate and respect the way he does on the defense, the way that he likes to play defenses. And on the offense, it's just automatic, you know. It's, he, he, he just catch and shoot. They really, the nice release that he has is just unbelievable, you know. So it was just so much fun to play with him. And now just watching him practicing, you know, how hungry he is to coming back, play what he loves to do, you know. It's just amazing, you know. I'm just so happy to be part of that, you know. I'm curious from you, as you talked about that you would get more minutes and maybe a little bit more playing time, depending on what was happening. At the end of the half, you guys were only up five, and Clay was three and nine from the field. Clay, that's a warm-up three. And the Kings are just dodging bullets here. You're not going to see Steph and Clay miss those type of looks very often. For someone like you, who was a veteran, obviously a, a vocal player, 
what type of player teammate is Clay? Do you talk to him? Do you oh, yeah. give him words yeah. of encouragement? Do you do, what is what's the interaction like it, at that time with a player like Clay in the locker room if he's maybe not not shooting quite as well or getting as many touches as you may see on a typical night? At that moment, Clay wasn't that experienced. You know, he was younger, and like you say, I was the vet. And I know the best thing that he knows how to do and how he does is so great is shooting the ball. And most of the time when he wasn't having a good night, he would have put his head down. And I always used to tell him, keep your head up. Why you, you have your head down? You didn't do nothing wrong. You're just missing the shot. Get focused and stay with it. Next one is going to go in. Keep it positive, you know. Keep shooting. We want you to shoot the ball. And if I'm there with you on the court, I'm going to try to do my best to get you open so you do what you do best. And he always say, okay, okay, okay. And he knows he was our main guy on that team. You know, he knew that he has to play good in order for us to be successful. And like I said, keep shooting, keep shooting. Don't worry about the miss. We will do the rest. You just shoot the ball. And he keeps shooting, shooting. Then when he got hot, when he gets hot, him or Curry gets hot, forget about him. What about, though, with uh, with DeMarcus Cousins, Boogie? Because he had it going early in the third. Before Clay really got going, Boogie was absolutely dominating. That little fadeaway, how are you going to get to that? That's, uh, he's having a heck of a game, Cousins is. Sacramento has come from 18 down. And only their second lead of the ball game, and Steph Curry... Got to get to the line. The Warriors have to somehow get that kind of bounce in their step, that little life that they had in that first quarter back. Be a little more vocal, a little more demonstrative. Here. Get the crowd back into it. The Warriors have missed their last eight threes. They were 7 of 14, and they've gone 0 for 8 since. Cousins going to go one on one. And that's almost illegal. To be that good on the box and be that smooth on the wing. How tough of a matchup was he for teams and just in terms of game planning, what you guys had to do to try and slow him down? He was really happy at that moment, but then he got really upset by us murdering his team and seeing what Clay was doing. So he was like angry, getting a fight with his teammates. It was crazy. So he wasn't happy about to see what was going on, what Clay was doing with his team. One guy was doing everything, and nobody was able to stop. If I was on the other team, I would have been angry too, you know? So at that point, he lost the focus that he had for the big minutes that he has on the first half. Coming up, it's halftime. The Splash Brothers are struggling, but that is about to change in a big way. And we are going to witness something truly special. Clay Thompson, now with 15. A little more under control there. I thought he rushed it in the first half a few times, but he made that little pivot, and he was expecting Cousins to close. He wasn't there, so he just went up, took a little jump shot. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. 
New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DKHOOPS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. All right, so I have a question because you mentioned that at times offensively you guys wouldn't run any sets. You, you just free flow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steve Kerr said that at halftime he was so angry with how you guys were playing that he wasn't going to call plays anymore. At halftime I was so angry I, I, I told the guys, run whatever you want. Like I'm not calling any any plays because it's not about what plays we call. It's, it's are we going to decide to focus? So run whatever you want. And as Alvin would say they they ran two plays get the ball to clay and clay get the ball you know those those were the two two plays they ran clay steve said that at halftime he was pretty angry with you guys yeah and then coming out in the third quarter how quickly did was that forgotten that anger how quickly after you started probably when we uh went on that run we were tied at 60 to 60 and um steve just honestly said at halftime he wasn't gonna call anything he wasn't going to call any plays. He's going to just let us figure it out and make us get our focus back. That's what we did. We respond well when he gets on us, and um, he knows how to get under our skin. Do you remember that? 
I do remember. We don't even. I remember many times Steve was on a sideline asking for us to call a certain play, and we don't even look at him. I mean, he was rolling. Clay was rolling. Clay, great defense. Read the passing lane. Comes up with a steal. Clay Thompson sets his feet. Ending the three-point drought. They needed that. He did it with defense first. He started scoring, and he wasn't missing at all. And everything was, you know, on his way. And we just go, Clay. Go, Clay. Have fun. Keep going. <laughs> Don't stop, you know. Clay Thompson triple. Yes, sir. They can be streaky. And streaky good. We talked on the court. And a couple of times, you know, when I was on the huddle, I said, man, keep passing the ball to Clay, man. Don't worry about the plays. If he open, just pass. Making he, he score how many points he has to score, you know. It's his night. Give the ball to him. Give the ball to him. And Steve got mad with that, but it was working. We were making baskets. Yeah, he's trying to deny Clay the ball. Barely in his hands and right in the bucket. They tried everything they could possibly do to stop Clay, and they couldn't, you know. Clay Thompson three. Oh, he's feeling it. Yes, he Absolutely is. feeling it. Clay Thompson 13 in the quarter, 26 in the game. And Clay was like motivated, you know. Every time he would have made the basket, he wanted to do the next one and would have do the best we could <laughs> on a defense to get the ball and give it to him back. Five for five. That's time this for another. Quarter. Yeah, he wants a heat check and Cousins ran out on him. Five for five, including three threes. Oh, that's a deep one. He shot for the Piedmont. Oh, man. That's a 28-footer. Even instead, he stopped shooting to pass to Clay, you know, and make it more fun. And we heard about that 28-footer again from Steph in postgame. The third three made where he was calling for a screen about 28, 30 feet out and just pulled up and made it. And then after that, it was just get him the ball any way we could. We abandoned any play sets that we usually run and just either the pin down or just trying to get him the ball and let him make a, make a play and, and the rest was history. He did it 37, but we wanted to do it 50, you know, whatever he could. <laughs> but it was 37. The number was 37. Uh, so Clay, at 37 points, there was a lot of different ways that he was scoring. Of course, some, some long-range three-point shots, all sorts of intermediate game. But there was a, a break where Steph tosses a lob up to Clay, and he hammers it down. What was the connection? It was nice with right hand, oh, right? Oh, yeah, you remember that? Andrew with a D, two on one. Lob. Oh, right-handed hammer. Clay's got that kind of elevation. You kind of hold your, hold your breath so they start that lob. He got up. I didn't realize Clay could get up like that. What was the connection? I mean, we see it now and we've continued to see it, but, but at that point, how would you describe the connection between Steph and Clay? Well, they played together for several years before I get to that team, you know, before Steven made that team together, you know. They are very good friends. They understand really well on the court. And that's why people call them the Splash Brothers, you know. The connection always uh, been there. They know how to play together. They respect each other. And I think it, whenever they are together on the court, it just happened, you know. I mean, I think he... When I used to play with Steve Nash, you know, I knew when he looked at me, I knew what he was, he wanted me to do it. Corey Brewer. 
kills the dribble. Barbosa, hand in the face, forcing the miss. And the rip by Grant Hill. Quickly clears it to Nash. Up ahead, Barbosa on the blur with the finishing touch. That is a trademark Suns fast break. How about that look by Nash? Barbosa with the finish. Gives Steve Nash 19. Nash to a streaking Barbosa. You dare not look away. I missed it. I didn't. I looked up and, and, and it was a layup. What an unbelievable pass. I think it's the same thing with Clay and Steph, you know, so I don't have no doubt that they do communicate on the court without speaking each other. You know, I think by look, they know what they want to do, you know, together. And I, I'm sure that happened at that moment and it's still happening in every moment they are together on the court. During the middle of this run in Clay obviously scoring so much, but he has a beautiful find at Draymond under the basket. Warriors trying to force feed the hot hand. No one's hotter than Clay. And he gets it to Draymond Green. Clay Thompson's doing everything. He'll do all the scoring. Then you want to focus the defense. Oh, he can pass the ball too. Well, he's responsible solely for giving him this 11-point lead right now. Just his ability to still play so unselfishly. How much was that a characteristic of this group and of Clay to still play in such an unselfish way? I think I think he learned how to play that way, you know. Not only himself, I think Curry too, you know, because Curry does what he does and he's still passing the ball and getting teammates involved. And and Clay is the same thing. I I think when Steve got to this team, and I'm sure Mark Jackson, you know, teach Steph and Clay how to play the right way. You know, and once I got to the team and Steve got to the team, Steve just continued to give the, 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 the way to play basketball, you know, like sharing the ball. We know that the two players on the team that are going to take the most shots is Clay and Steph. We're going to work for, you know, those guys be open on the court, but they also know that when they don't have the shot, they have to, you know, share the ball. Another steal. Curry's going to find him. Play three. Yes, sir! Oh, man! 40! Ties his career high in threes. One point off his career best. But a 27-point quarter. To me, that's more remarkable. That's what made our team be successful because we were sharing, we were moving, and it made our basketball really special. You know, it made more people get interested in watch the Golden State Warriors. Thompson missing. Get it to Clay Thompson again. Crowd standing. Clay driving again. God! Oh, you're kidding me! A new career high. 29 in the third, 42 in the game. He's outscored the Kings 29-19 in this quarter. I remembered at that moment, almost close to the playoff at that year, uh, I, I remember that many players that I play against wanted to come to the Golden State Warriors to play that beautiful basketball that we were playing, you know, and we were sharing the ball. It was a no-selfish and believe it or not, we had players that could be selfish on our team because so many weapons, you know, so many guns, and we took that role.
like I said, we were sharing, we were family, we had the chemistry, everything were, were in the same time, you know, it worked out in the same way, and it was beautiful basketball. Draymond was a big part of that. Uh, during this run that Clay was having, Steve Kerr said Draymond was calling plays for Clay in the huddle. Yeah. Here's Roz Goldenwoode with a report on the Warriors bench. That last timeout was very unique. Before Kerr got to the team, Draymond Green called everyone together, stragglers. He waited till they came to him. He called everyone and he said, listen, listen, it's real easy to fall in love with what Clay's doing out there. Real easy. But it's the defense. It's the defense. Come on, fellas. Let's close them out. Draymond was doing pretty much everything, you know, because we want to, you know, the successful Clay. And he was doing the rebound. He was guarding. He was calling the plays. And that's what made Steve really mad because uh, Steve used to call the plays on the side. And Draymond was the ball, would call an opposite play to get Clay the ball. Give it to him again. He's got it. His three. Have you ever seen anything like it? The Warrior players are beside themselves. Are you kidding me? These are some of the greatest players in the world. And can't believe what they have been witnessing. 45 in the game. 32 in the quarter. Has not missed a shot in the third. 12 for 12 in the third quarter for 32 points. There's only one person that can stop Clay, and that's himself. The Kings, double team, triple team, he eludes them, and he is just scoring. And I mean, this is a moment of history here because all the players, they weren't going to shoot the ball. Curry was not going to take the shot no matter what. They keep setting up Clay, they're just giving him the ball. He's doing it himself. Coming up after the break, Clay Thompson finishes off the greatest scoring quarter in NBA history. And we get post-game perspectives from Clay, Steve Kerr, and Steph Curry. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DKHOOPS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. not want the quarter to end. He just, he'd rather just keep playing right into the fourth quarter. Pop him again. Play again is three. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, but while this run was happening and Clay was just scoring in bunches, what was the feel like and the environment in the arena? I never seen the, the Oracle Arena like that. It's a loud place, but I, I never see like so many people clap their hands to one of that particular player score every single office, you know, like it happened at that night. So the shot clock is off. Livingston <laughs> says, come back, hit the ball. Blair's <laughs> got it, weaving through the Kings, and he's fouled. And that will be free throws. That won't count. <laughs> he can't miss. I've never seen a shooting display like this. Never. And to me, I felt that all the people that was in the stadium were on the court, you know, cheering like we was we were cheering, you know, uh, uh, giving the same energy for Clay. Do it, you know. Well, if you're wondering what the NBA record is for most points in a quarter, you just watched it. George Gervin at 33 and a quarter. And Clay Thompson has 50 and 37 in a quarter. Clay Thompson, I'm going to repeat that 37 and a quarter. The Warrior lead is 24. We were tied at 60 with 903 left in the third, and then magic happened. Even the security guys, you know, were happy and cheering, you know, for Clay to, you know, keep scoring, you know. So um, it was it was special. And then when we went to the locker room after the game, it was even even better because we continued the party. You know, it was just 
ridiculous moment, man. Ridiculous. I, I can I can I cannot explain to you exactly that moment how it felt because it was unique, you know? It's unique. You played 14 years in the NBA. I mean, basketball has been such an enormous part of your life and, and you had such a successful career. Have you ever experienced anything like this moment? That third quarter, that 37 points, watching Clay go off? No. No, like I said to you, it was unique for me, you know. I cannot explain exactly what I felt because it was something new to my life, unique and for a friend, my friend, a friend that I play with, a friend that I have right now. And and it was just a special moment, a moment that you can't forget about. Clay Thompson talking to the media post game. Have you ever experienced anything like that on any level? Um, maybe elementary school. I had like 50 playing down with like a bunch. I was in fourth grade. I was playing with some third graders too. That is honestly the last time I remember going on a scoring barrage like that. Clay, what does it feel like to be a part of history? It's, uh, it's really humbling. It's really surreal. You always dream of it. You know, whenever I'd be putting up shots in, in the park or my backyard, I'd dream about it. Uh, being a big-time scorer, big-time player, but um, it's just kind of crazy. It's reality, and it's crazy, man. I'm sitting here in front of you guys talking about it in January, but, you know, my I give credit to my father, my teammates, especially my dad. He told me at a young age he he saw my gift at an early age. Clay, Clay your jump shot can take you long ways someday, and um, just try to develop other parts of my game as well. You know that he saw that he saw the game on the plane. No, I saw the picture. And it was funny. I guarantee the first thing he says to me is probably should have had sixty. But <laughs> that's, uh, that's that's just the that's just the NBA guy in him. You know, I remember a lot of details on that night, and it worked out really well. You know, I'm I, I was so happy for him. Like I was mad, but I was being selfish. I can tell you guys right now, I was being selfish. And after that. 37 points, I went to the locker and I told him, and I don't know if he remembered that, and I apologized to him because I was being a selfish. As a vet, I couldn't think the way I did, you know, but I told him, I, I, I'm sorry because I, I wanted to play. I wanted to Steve sub you because you weren't having a good night and you end up getting 37 points. <laughs> what should I do with you, man? you know? But thank you so much. I had so much fun. You don't have no idea. That's what I told him. I don't think he remembered because, you know, Clay is Clay. What was that celebration like in the locker room? Oh, like a championship, you know. Everybody was, you know, waiting for him to come so we can give the ice, the ice, the ice thing on his head, on his whole body, you know. And it was just, I mean, we only didn't have the champagne, but it was, the feeling it was like we had the champagne as well because it was, that's unique. You don't see that happen a lot. For him to do that is unbelievable. For him to do that in Oracle Arena is was fun. That's something a night will, I know he'll never forget, but everybody in this locker room will be uh, pretty proud to say we saw that that night. Are you, are you planning on topping this? Huh? Are you planning on topping this? That's, that's lofty goals, bro. And I'm sure it will be tough to beat that record. So it was crazy in the locker room. We put music, we, we were jumping up and down, you know, and then when he came, we throw the, the, the ice thing on him, you know, it, it was, it was unbelievable. I was screaming like crazy. It was, it was, it was unbelievable. 
<laughs> you know, I was uh, one of the luckiest NBA players ever to play with um, Michael Jordan and <clears throat> Tim Duncan, David Robinson, you know, some of the greatest players ever. And uh, as many uh, spectacular things as Michael did, which he did nightly, um, I never saw him do that. 37 and a quarter. Uh, we were looking at the third quarter box score, 13 for 13, nine for nine from three. You know, he makes one 10 feet beyond the three-point line that doesn't count after the foul. And uh, Jaron Collins turned to me, so we got to get more balance out of our offense. <laughs> Phenomenal. Just uh, and saved a really bad night. We were horrible to that point, and Clay just uh, decided to take over, and it was incredible to, to witness. It, it was reminiscent of you know, of Michael because it's sort of otherworldly. You know, that's what made Michael special is he would do some things that you just thought that's that's impossible. You, you know, human beings can't do that. And not many people uh, can sort of achieve that level of play. So uh, just being the same breath as Michael Jordan is, it's uh, it's crazy. Um, the greatest player to ever play at my position, arguably the game. So for Steve to say something like that is... Uh, Man, it's, it gives me a lot of confidence, and it's really humbling. So cool to hear from those guys post game, and I'm so glad to have Clay back on the court after recovering from his injury. Well, we appreciate you so much for taking us back to these moments, because of course, for all of us who watched it live, who've watched it later, who've watched the highlights, it's absolutely extraordinary. But I should I should have started this by calling you Coach Barbosa. Now that you're a coach, how is this <laughs> no ne- how is this next you chapter can. for you? It's it's been a challenge, you know, because now I can see the other side, you know, what coach talk about players and everything, you know. Many times I ask Steve, Steve, you used to talk about me like that when I was a player because now I see what you talk about the other players. We love it. Thank you so much for your time. NBA Flashback is a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Turns out, a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. 
Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit mrsmyers.com today.